0: Welcome to Second Opinion, a podcast from Englewood Health, focused on your health and wellness.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Stephen Brunquell with Englewood Health, and welcome to our podcast. Today, I'm with Dr. Tracy Scheller, the Medical Director of the Graf Center for Integrative Medicine here at Englewood Health. We all know these are very stressful times. Today, we're going to talk about some strategies that can help us cope with this stress. Welcome, Dr. Scheller.
0: Hi, Steve. Thanks for having me. Yes, these are incredibly hard times for everyone. Whether you're working, you're working from home, have children, you're alone, so many people are feeling different. And some of us may not know exactly what we're feeling. And if we can put a name to it, part of it is grief. We're missing out on life. We're missing out on activities with families, friends, things we always used to do. And more so, people are missing out on life events, weddings, graduations, just maybe their senior year of high school or college. Maybe something as simple as missing out on taking a driver's test when that's the one main thing they've been looking forward to all year. So for ourselves, our children, our loved ones, acknowledge it. Listen to what we're feeling. Listen to how children are understanding this process and really just validate their feelings.
1: So actually what you're telling us is we should listen to more than the words. We should listen to the feelings from our children, our spouse, our family, our coworkers. I found that people who actually listen will listen a lot because people will tell them more. Listening to patients over the years You can tell when the words aren't exactly conveying what they wanna tell you. And sometimes myself as the physician would say, tell me more about how you feel about that. Dr. Scheller, uh, tell us a little bit more about listening and about feelings. Sure,
0: I think when we listen, we really have to listen with our whole bodies. We show the body language that we're listening. We may make eye contact. We're listening with an open mind, an open heart. And that way we can get more of the information. And that shows the person we're talking to that we're really invested in them. Because we may not be able to fix any of this, but we can be there. For our children, our spouses, co-workers, patients, loved ones, and say, yeah, I agree. This does stink. But we're in this together. We all feel a similar way. We are going to get past it. And we really care about each other.
1: So what you're saying is the way we listen actually allows people to tell us the way they feel. Sometimes listening to the way they feel may not make us feel good, but it's their feelings. We shouldn't argue with them about them or tell them they shouldn't feel that way. They feel that way. They want to share that with us. And, and sometimes they don't want to feel that way anymore. So, so now if you could help us with some coping strategies that, 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 that we can incorporate into our lives.
0: Sure. One thing is really utilize, tap into our senses, listening to music we really enjoy, looking at pictures from a fun vacation because we're missing out on so many vacations and trips right now. Maybe drinking something we enjoyed on a vacation, a special tea. Also, journaling, writing, tapping into that expression. There's something called a gratitude journal, when we're in a time when there are so many things to feel negative about and overwhelmed, it's good to remember all the positive things. A simple thing would be at dinnertime, having everyone express maybe three things that they're happy about, grateful for, and maybe things that they're really looking forward to. So we can really remind ourselves of all of these great, happy things and moments in our lives. We can also use distraction, and that could be playing games, doing puzzles, um, doing other activities with our children, being outside, going for walks, just connecting with other people.
1: So, some of our friends would call this an attitude of gratitude, but I love the distraction idea. Uh, I think the the other thought that I use sometimes is reading novels. The, the novel can transport you to another place in time if you pretend to be a character it could also make you someone else it transports you to a different place and allows you to cope with some of your feelings we hear a lot these days about mindfulness though what what exactly is mindfulness and 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 how can we use it
0: sure mindfulness is being in the present moment and We can do that on a daily basis with setting an intention, paying attention, having a positive attitude, really just being present with what we're doing at that time. Maybe doing a three or five minute meditation. There's so many options, free items on YouTube, smartphones, it doesn't have to be for a long time, but allowing yourself to relax, to stop for the day, maybe exercise the parasympathetic nervous system, which we don't spend much of our day in this time. And it can make you feel comforted, relaxed. And so exercising this um, can get us more joy out of the simple things that we do.
1: So what you're telling us is... There's always something that we could be grateful for. There's always something in the moment that we could relish and enjoy. And there's always something that we could worry about. Sometimes though, the worry part predominates and crowds out all the good things that we have today. So mindfulness is that focusing on what we are doing, what we are feeling, and incorporating perhaps some of the gratitude that you mentioned. Dr. Scheller, thank you so much for your thoughts today. Uh, I hope I can use them myself.
0: Great, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Englewood Health Second Opinion. For more episodes, visit englewoodhealth.org podcast.